All right, a little after four here at the historic Saratoga Racecourse. First time we've ever done a show here all these years. Uh, we've done it. We've done it from everywhere. Derby, uh, from Breeders' Cups, from everywhere, but never from here. Uh, first time ever. Uh, we'll have Joe Girardi from Cleveland as the Yankees will play the Indians again tonight. We'll have Eddie from uh, where the Dodgers are in. The Dodgers were a hot ticket home tonight. They, everyone wants to see the Dodgers who are having a great, great year. You Darvish on the mound for them tonight, so they're really doing well. Uh, our trip to Saratoga, we bring in the number one uh, trainer in the country, and that's, of course, Todd Pletcher. Todd, welcome. How are you? Great, Mike. Thanks Thank for you. a couple of minutes. You know, I was thinking, for any trainer, this is their big time. For you, with the enormity of your stable and how many owners you have, this must be just like crazy for you for a couple of weeks up here. In the mornings, at night, the sales, during the day. I mean, you must, I mean, you must, someone has to keep some kind of appointment book for you, right? I mean, you must be out, uh, and it must be every morning to midnight with you, uh, dinners, everything. It must be a crazy time, huh? I try, I try to duck as many of the <laughs> nighttime events as I can. And, uh, they all I want think, to talk I think to when, you. When, when it used to be a, uh, you know, just an August meet, I think Woody Stevens was famous for saying, you know, it's not the it's not the 28 days it'll get you, it's the 28 nights. But, <laughs> um, you know, now it's... You now always it's, used to see him in the wishing well at night, too. He was always there, yeah. Now it's like seven weeks, and, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's a long day. And every owner comes, right? Pretty much every owner is going to make an appearance in Saratoga, right? More so here than anywhere, and, and especially this week in particular with the sales coming up. You right. would think maybe Travers Week would be the busiest week, but it's no. actually this week. Yeah, people don't realize that this is the biggest week of the year at Saratoga because the sales are this week. So they come in from Kentucky. They come in from Japan. They come in from the Middle East. you got them coming from everywhere. All over, all over. And, it's a you know, it's a terrific sale. It, it's a, it's a you know, somewhat moderate sale in terms of numbers. Numbers, maybe 250 head, but right. uh, you know it's high quality, and so everyone from around the world coming for that, and of course they want to come to the races, they want to see their horses train, and so yeah, it's a lot going on this week. And that's you know, again, people don't realize that you know this is a big time, and there's a not that there's. It's almost like keeping owners happy is is now you're pretty much can, at a p- point in your life where you can pick and choose. I mean, not many trainers can do that. You can do that, but still, you still have to make time for all these owners. They want to talk about their horse. They want to talk about their babies. They want to talk about next year. That's a lot of stuff to go over with all these guys. It is. It is. It's a lot going on, and and you're doing that while you're still trying to train all your horses and racing all day, and right. so all those things. So yeah, you know the toughest part is trying to trying to stay focused on your on your main job and then and then do the other things as well do you everyone waits for you to un, you know to basically uh hit the track with your two-year-olds they know you have good ones and they're waiting to see them and everyone's always waiting for the pledge of babies to come out and everything do you feel any pressure at all to have some of these horses appear at saratoga or do you just always say the horse will tell me and the heck with where he where he starts you know, with babies, you, you, you can't make it happen before it's ready to happen. As You know, you just kind of got to let it fall into place. And, you know, we're fortunate enough that from a number standpoint, we'll have them at different development developmental stages. So, you know, we've had a few run here. We've got, a, you know, quite a few more to go. It looks like this year we're a little stronger in Colts than Philly so far. But, uh, you know, every every weekend or every week that you're breezing a new one and running a new one, you know, you, you're learning more. And uh, we had a pretty nice quality road cold break has made in last week that uh, we'll point for the, for the hopeful. And we've got a couple other ones that we like so. you know we talked at belmont about knowing when you have the good ones so uh, as you see them start to get close to a race up here and you've had some of them up here since april right training up here you have a your outfit starts even in april training up here right right at the beginning of may is right. when we first yeah so you in, have, in you have april, the, there's a big tra- track of training track called oklahoma folks across the street which is legendary and they all train on this very deep training track but you got your babies out there training on those tracks so uh, really from may on right 
from May on, we'll have a, a large group of our babies. We'll, we'll start out here, and, and a lot of them will, you know, even stay here all the way until September, October. So, how many two-year-olds would you? Would, what would be a, a normal number of two-year-olds you would have at Saratoga? We'll have around fifty or sixty during the during the summer of the year. Yeah. Wow, and that, that's 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 an amazing amount of horses to deal with, and and they go through, you know, they have to go through the kind of stuff that you know we think we talk about. Uh, kids going to college and learning, rookies coming into the NBA or into the, the NFL and learning and going through training camp, putting those horses through the things they have to go through, getting them gate certified, all the different things you have to go through. There's a lot of stuff you have to go through with each one of these guys. There's a lot of things you have to check off. A, a lot of stuff has to happen, and you know some of that will happen at training camp, so to speak. You know, right. the bottom will come from training facilities across the country. My dad has a training facility down in Ocala where they'll prepare a lot of the horses. So when they so come you'll to even us, have them ready. They've already bro- they've already got their gate stuff done and everything. They'll they'll have a little bit of the gate work done. You know what we try to do is we don't want to get them ahead of themselves because when you when you start doing some fast gate work, that tends to charge gotcha. them up mentally, and you want to kind of have everything go in progression. You don't want them getting too fit and not having any gate knowledge and you don't want to have too much gate knowledge without being fit so it's it's you know part of the whole balancing it out thing but uh yeah it's a, there's a lot that goes into it and it's amazing to me that you know when you think about from the breeding part to the foaling part to the yearling part to you know getting to the races a, a lot of things can go wrong you know during that time period and, and you know it's funny for you because i, I don't know if folks realize that with these two-year-old races which is what saratoga is you know famous for is to have these maiden races where you might see the next great horse a lot of times that horse will you know he'll he'll appear at this meet and with todd everyone's always buzzing about which one of his is going to be the great next horse so with you there's always so they're always trying to read you and read your motives and read your what you're doing with the horse and everything else trying to figure out exactly which you are with these two-year-olds to see what they can glean you know it, which is funny when you think about it you know well it is and you know like like i said before the meet starts the only horses that we really have to compare them to are the ones that they're training with right so we might think they're good but maybe maybe their stable mates no good so it's always it's always fun for us to come over and see how they fit with the rest of the rest of the horses and uh, the rest of the outfits and so when you know one or two of them start running good and they've been training with other ones that that's generally a good indication and when when they don't run good then you start to get worried you know i wanted to talk with someone who has a lot of different horses like you do uh with Naira now bunching all these stakes up, has that changed you in some? Has that impacted you in some ways when they'll put five grade ones on one day when maybe they would have stretched them out over two or three weeks? Does it? Does that impact you at all to have all these grade ones on one day like they do now here a couple times a year? I, I would say directly it does not. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll still point for those races. The times that it can mess you up is say if you get a rainy day or right. you know if you if you get a lot of turf horses and it rains and it's soft or you know you've got horses that don't like the mud things like that. It could it could impact you but usually that's going to balance out in the averages so really you know it seems like racing has migrated more towards those really big days and big events and saratoga is a little bit different because people come all the time but but you know especially at belmont and some of the some of the venues that we don't get the, the daily attendance that we used to it seems like the the big events with multiple big races on one card seems, seems to be more popular are you exo- you know you're todd's a big sports fan big football fan uh are you exhausted when the Sarah, when you're driving home down the turnpike back to Long Island at the end of the meet? Are you exhausted that the meet's over? I mean, if, have you been going like nonstop the whole 40 days of this meet where you're like, oh, now I can have a couple of quiet weeks here? 
Th- this seven weeks, I absolutely have no idea what's going on outside of <laughs> outside of horse racing. And then, uh, you know, I, I found out this morning that the Cowboys played last they night. They did, I yeah. Mean, they thought, yeah. Jerry Jones is going in the Hall of Fame this weekend. I, I saw that, and I yeah. totally missed the game. I didn't see him play. Not that I watched a lot of preseason NFL, but, you know, I usually try to follow everything. But that's why I don't really follow baseball that closely because this, you know, this is kind of the heart of the baseball season. And this two months just flies by for me. It, it must be unbelievable because you start – Four four o'clock in the morning, right? Right. That's probably normal. Four four thirty, whatever time it is. And then you got to go out to dinner with owners. That's nine ten at night. That's a long day. I mean, then you got the races in between. You got just training schedule. You're at the Oklahoma track in the morning. That's an amazingly long day. You're throwing a sales for a couple of days. That's a wild couple of days schedule. It's yeah. It's a it's a crazy crazy couple of months. Long days. Uh, you know, races start early. A lot of times the baby races are the early races. The stake races are the late races. So you're here all day and. Starts all again tomorrow. Do you stay here? Do you ever leave Saratoga to go to the other tracks ever, or are you always here in the, in, during the Saratoga? I meet? usually make a trip, you know, to Belmont, some point in between. And uh, but it, it's so hard because we race six days a week, and Tuesday's sort of that catch-up day for you know a lot of the condition book work and things like that. So it's it's uh, there's always something to do around here. Yeah, six days a week too. You know, I mean, which is which is another thing too. So it's the extra day you got to do it. So it, it's got to be a tough schedule. It really is. I mean, especially for you guys who have so many horses. And so many clients it's got to be really tough it's very it's very demanding meat on on everyone you know me the jockeys um entire staff it's a uh, yeah it's uh, a lot goes into it and uh, like i said you know it's uh, amazing that uh, you can pull a lot of it off at times considering all the things that can go wrong what are you thinking about for for the travis as far as your stables concerns well the tapper at the belmont winner he worked this morning worked really well right we decided to go straight from the belmont to the travers with right. him which I'm happy with that decision. He seems like he's he's really coming around. Um, always dreaming. We were a little disappointed in his third place finish in the Jim Dandy. Right. I was telling you earlier that the track the track is is a little different this year than I've ever seen it. It's probably the slowest I've seen it. Right. Um, and I you know I'm thinking maybe he just got a little tired off the layoff he had since the Preakness. And, Absolutely. You know, we got four works into him in between the Preakness and the Belmont, and I thought I had him fit enough for what I would consider to be you know a normal Saratoga track. Maybe the track he ran on that day wasn't wasn't your normal track and you know the time would certainly indicate that the, the gym dan is usually going to be run two or three seconds faster yeah so you know you, know, you never know you know you, you know as you've seen at times you know one thing is that that you learn is that they you know from secretariat on down is they they're athletes they're they're, they're flesh and blood they're not computers they're you know they're not machines they're, they're gonna have off days right i mean they do have off days they do they do and it seems to happen here they, they call it the graveyard of favorites for a reason yeah it really does it seems to happen here more than anywhere else it it, it, it really does so from this standpoint, what would you say about you? On what two-year-old have you uh, unfolded so far that you like? Have you uncovered that you like so far? The best one we've run so far is a Colt Mojovation, the the quality road Colt that broke his maiden here last week. Very he impressive. Did, did it well. Did, you know, yeah. time was solid. Uh, you know, he's a Colt that we we had liked all along. He'd been training really well all summer. Um, so you know, so far he's 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 the one that we'll probably point for the hopeful. But you know, we've got a couple other ones coming along and. Great thing about Saratoga is, you know, there's two-year-old races every weekend and, and different distances on the turf as well. And so that, uh, you know, this is really the, the time of year when all the two-year-olds get ready. And it's like you were saying, it's exciting because these are the ones that you're probably, some of these you're going to see in the Breeders' Cup, some of these you're going to see in next year's 
derby preps and probably triple crown races. That's usually the case. You know, I mean, let's be honest. You know, a lot of times the ones that show up here, usually they, they, you keep hearing from them. You know, it, it happens a lot. Absolutely. You know, it really does. Uh, you, so, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, you know, as we do this here, it's so different than the rest of the year for people. They hear about racing and how many people. I mean, look at this place on a Friday. You know, imagine if you could bottle this all year. It's amazing what this meet is like. You know, and for you guys that, you know, the, the city is just so attuned to the thoroughbred. There's no way you can go i mean it really is you guys are like rock stars here in this town it, it, it's it's terrific you know i mean the, the entire community gets behind it everyone's here for for racing a lot of people come into town it's a it's a it's a great city i mean it is a great town yeah it's a it's a great town it's a beautiful town with the lakes and and uh actually all of North, northern new york it's a it's a before coming here 25 years ago or whatever i would have never realized how no it really is it's, you know i've been coming here since the late i've been coming here since about 1978 every year and they tell me that really what changed is when they built that they built the the road the northway from albany up here where you didn't have to come in the side roads and all these through all of a sudden it kind of put this place back on a map where it hadn't been since the days of the roaring 20s and all of a sudden it took off again and it has really grown enormously since the since the 80s i mean just incredibly this whole city's grown but it still hasn't lost its charm the, the place still has a lot of charm it really does yeah i think the historical society does a great job here of, of, of maintaining you know what what uh, what is so great about it and what's so you know, when you look back at, I think yesterday we won, we won, uh, we won the stake here, and it was, it's a rarely run race at a mile and three quarters, and, and our horse ran pretty respectable time. And I looked down to see what the track record was, and said 1928. You know, by Ray Count and you know, things like that. You just, you don't see too, too many places. You, you brought up a great point, and and you'd be the perfect guy to ask this because I've thought about this and wondered about it. What, what the thought process is? You can see time, Secretariat's time in the Belmont still stands as a world record that time was insane we know that but there are records that uh dr fager ran that still stand from the early 60s if you see olympics they break the world record every time if a, a, a woman now in high school will swim faster than johnny weissmiller swam in in competition in the 1920s so the human gets faster he gets stronger why has the horse not gotten faster did he get to a point where he was just perfected to a certain point because records stand now 40 50 years for horse racing they would never stand for humans that long no it's a it's a great it's a great question and it's 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 something that i've thought about i i, I don't know for sure i mean i i think a lot of it is controlled you know by by the surfaces themselves okay. yeah and, and and you know i think because we're always trying to make things safer you know you're playing with the depths of the track and 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 trying to make you know, as safe as possible. But, you know, we will see some, some world record times more so on the grass when it gets really firm during the summertime. And we just saw one at Belmont. We saw Belmont, yeah. six furlongs, and what was it, 105 and change? Yes, which is, yeah, you world know, everyone record. Question, yeah. There's no way they could run that fast. So, and it all checked out and it was legit. But, uh, yeah, as far as, you know, maybe it's because they've been breeding them for so long that, that they, they did kind of reach a certain point and they just genetically can't get because past they are that. very inbred anyway right i mean seriously inbred they, they they are to a degree yeah for sure and they can all trace back to three right. three three original horses or so i wondered um, that i don't know you need a scientist to answer the question i guess but i mean i i've always wondered that's it because these records stand for a long time in horse racing they do yeah it, it's a it's a great point yeah well listen always a pleasure to talk to you uh keep it up enjoy i see you have another great mate i mean you've you, you know if you can come up here and win at 25-30%, I mean, against this competition, that's an incredible uh, statement. It really is, and that's what you've been doing, so congratulations. Get off to a good start. Thank you. Thank you. Todd Pletcher back after this.